Okay, hello, this is Father Tom Tank, and it's my privilege today to be with you on In Between Sundays. In Between Sundays, episode 15. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hey everybody, welcome to In Between Sunday. If you're not watching this live, you should because I was just rocking out. Yeah, you were. You almost head banged your headphones off. I did. Almost. So, so welcome to In Between Sundays, a podcast for young adults in the church. This is a podcast where we help you uh, basically with all sorts of cool stuff. Especially on this particular podcast, we have a lot of cool stuff coming we up. We have a ton of cool stuff. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 2000 pounds of cool stuff of cool stuff right that's a lot effectively a ton if 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 i remember my conversions yes correctly correct uh so what do we got coming up well first our highlight this week is father tom our tank the tank the tank i don't know if we can call him that i don't know i always thought that that was a great last name for a priest the tank the tank well, it, it's, it's full he's name. He's probably going to be listening to us. Father we're gonna Tom a, Tank. Yes. We're gonna, or I he's going to call us. He's it might be Monsignor like, Tank. Uh, I, uh, we forgot to ask, forget to we ask forgot him. We forgot to ask him. Um, he, but he prefers to be called Father Tom. Father Tom. Yes. Our, uh, Not the tank. Parish priest is on with us. We had a wonderful conversation with him about confession. And that will be starting this week and ending up next week. It's a two-part series. It's a two-parter. So stick around for next week, too. Uh... We also have a couple of What's My Lines, some new feedback, and, um, well, a, a new Catholic challenge. A last, new Catholic challenge. The last four weeks, we talked about the rosary, a new Catholic challenge for you this week. Yes. And, Nick, I haven't told you yet, but I have a new, I have a story for you. Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. Yes. Okay, so let's go on to the three J's. do 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 three J's. We need a song. You know, we should put a song together for that's, that. That's our, that it. That's it. I'll, I'll pull that, and that'll be the bumper <laughs> do, 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 from now. Do, do, do. Three J's. <laughs> you want to go first, or should I go first? I want you to go first, because mine's much what the, more special okay, than Okay, why don't you explain what the three J's are and how, <laughs> they, how they appeared on this podcast. The three J's appeared on this podcast randomly, and we didn't know how. They just appeared like a UFO. No, I'm going crazy tonight. I don't know. Too much, uh, too much time alone or coffee um the three j's are your junk your joy and your jesus moment for the week um so uh your junk is like what's going on uh that you've been having struggles with your joy is something that you're happy about obviously and your jesus moment is the spiritual moment for the week and go ahead <gasps> uh, i'm gonna do this all in one breath <laughs> okay <laughs> I my junk was that I missed a meeting last week, which kind of stunk because I shouldn't have, and it was bad part on on my bit. Uh, my joy was having a friend in town. His name is Stephen, and we were in the monastery together. We had a lot of fun. And my Jesus moment was talking with Father Tom Tank, who we interview. Uh, we're gonna play later in the podcast. <laughs> nice, very nice. All in one breath. Nick Nick is. His head is red right now. Purple. <laughs> um, okay, so my junk is bills. Ugh. Bills and money. And today, oh, that's I thought, all I I've thought done. you had somebody named Bill no, that was getting no. on your nerves or something. So I, that's all I've been doing today. But 
my day got 20 times better. Uh, well, one of the bills was going, I had to get some repairs on my car. Mm-hmm. But when I went to go pick up my car, this is my story. This guy came up. Oh, this well, is the story this you're going to tell. This is the story. Oh, okay. This is well, a special then, story. Then disregard the 30-second flash yes. that I just gave you. So the story goes is, he's like, let me go pull up your car. Okay. Thank you, sir. You, you go? Pull. Did you go this to the is, place that I told you to go this to? This is a, I have a Hyundai. This is a Hyundai dealership. Or did you go to the place out in Olathe? This is the place in Olathe. And this gentleman They don't even have named, Wi-Fi there. This gentleman named Soren. Wi-Fi doesn't matter if you're just going to and from. Anyway. Uh, I, I digress. Uh, <laughs> and so no more Soren, Soren, this nice gentleman who works there, uh, was like, let me go get your car. He comes up, he, uh, hands my keys and he, he goes, yours is a little bit less worn than mine. And I'm like, what is he talking about? And he pulls out his keys and he also has a rosary ring on his keys. This is a guy who is servicing the car. Correct. Wow. Now it gets better. That's that's one. Maybe he was making a personal comment that you should pray the rosary more. Maybe. Maybe he's like, you're you're going to go to hell. You need... No, he wasn't. I don't think uh, he said... I don't think that was the no, point. No, no, I know. Uh, but, so I'm getting in my car, and I'm like, okay, I need to I need to get out of here. I got other stuff to have. Wait a second. Uh, he's a young adult, too. I should give him a card for in-between Sundays. So I go back, and I say, hey, Soren, this is our podcast that we do. It's for young adults. It's like a Christian Catholic podcast. Check it out. You know, email me. Check it out. It's kind of awesome. It's kind of awesome. Uh, anyway, so now I'm driving away. Driving away, and he starts running after my car. Okay. And I'm like, okay. I stop. He waves me down. <laughs> put down the window. Maybe you had some, like, toilet paper dangling from the back <laughs> of the car. You uh, know, like, okay. on your shoe. And he, I, he's like, where do you go to Mass? And I said, well, I go to Ascension. And so he starts asking me the Mass times and stuff. He's like, I think I'll check that out. Oh, cool. Because apparently he's from Garden City, and he just moved up here two weeks ago. Wow. And I felt really happy that I was able to tell him, you know, where some churches are and stuff. And I think he's going to listen to our podcast. So Wait, uh, wait, wait. Can I can I ask the obvious question here? What? At the end of this, were you Soren? Ah, uh, ha, ha. Boo. That's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was his name, Soren, because it's a, it's a unique name. So, Soren, if you're listening, email us. And we will we will hook up. Um, and lastly, my Jesus moment was I went down to Tulsa and I got to go to Mass at the Newman Center. And got, it was just great to be back down there. And I went to confession, which we'll talk about later in the show. Klaatu, Marada, Okay, then. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. So, welcome back to What's My Line, and we have a couple of really good ones this week. So, first one comes from our friend Daniel. Hi, Nick and Pat. This is Daniel. Uh, I, I'm the host of um, what's called The Photocast, and I just want to give you some feedback for uh, your podcast. Uh, I've got a What's My Line for you, and this is a uh, 
me wacky phrase that I made up with my cousins. It's called Yoda, my cheese. So um, we'll love to hear you try to fit that into your sh uh, show, Yoda, my cheese. And uh, <laughs> just want to uh, say that uh, I enjoy your podcast and uh, I look forward to future episodes. Thanks, Daniel. Keep up the great work and God bless. Bye. Nick, Pat, is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com. And I have yet another crazy, like, just random phrase for y'all to, uh, uh, to work on tonight. I know you're, gonna, you're supposed to record sometime tonight. You're going to podcast. And uh, the, the, the phrase is this, Dr. Bilbo laughs. <laughs> you heard me right. Dr. It made Bilbo him laugh. laughs. So try to work that in. And uh, I, I'm going to be listening, so I hope to hear it. Bye-bye. Okay, so we have Dr. Bilbo Laughs. We have Yoda My Cheese. I, those are, why do they keep getting harder? Because that's the whole point. Ah, uh, well. We'll so try to thank you guys for calling in. And when we use them in the show tonight, you'll hear this. If it's, if it's done in a proper and well. If it's a bad joke way. like the one I told earlier, you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear this. And so, uh, if you, you if we do that, you'll win a prize, which is a Saint Philip Neri Holy Card and a medal blessed by the Pope. Good evening. Here is the news for parrots. Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph. Santa Claus is coming to town. The little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. So we have some interesting news this week. Yes. I have a very good friend of mine from the University of Tulsa. Her name is Maria, and she is actually in China. Wow. Yes, she is. Uh, That's where Father Roderick was yesterday. Was he really? Yeah, he, he podcasted from Hong Kong. Wow, I didn't know that. Very cool. Uh... <laughs> Well, Maria emailed me and she uh, said that she had just listened to our podcast and how much she liked it. Um, probably because we were speaking English, I would imagine. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that would probably, yeah, I remember when I was in Germany, I was always really lonely. Yes. Well, she's studying over there for the whole year, uh, wow. mind you. And uh, so I would like to congratulate her. One, because she is our first listener in China. Thank you so much so, for listening, Maria. Yes. That's number one. And, and I also wanted to mention that our international list listeners actually make up about 10% of the people that are checking our website, which I thought was very cool. So uh, if they can do it, uh, I think United States people can do it too. So I, I challenge all of you to go check out our website at www.inbetweensundays.com. Mm -hmm. And I also uh, encourage you all to go visit the Facebook group because there's been some action going on over there. There has and, been. And uh, if you want to be part of uh, where the cool people are at, you go check out yeah. the action. I would also like to say hello to Pedro, who emailed us. Uh, he is currently in Mexico, so which is pretty awesome. So oh. I, I, I got to talk, I got to email him back today. Yes, and I've been wanting to learn Spanish, so maybe uh, maybe I can learn Spanish and we'll, we'll put out like a Spanish version of this. Okay, now, there's this other thing that I found. Uh, there's this really great film house, uh, and Pat, uh, you and I have talked about this, called uh, Grassroots Films. And they just put together a new video for the New York Archdiocese, 
for their vocations. So if you could bring it up on your computer, I'd like to play the audio because it's really good. I will. They I will just do had that five right new guys that were ordained, and um, it has a lot of really cool audio from um, Archbishop Dolan's homily. Who um, he's awesome because I went to Marquette and he was there when I was at Marquette, and he just totally rocks. So Pat, if you want to go ahead and play that, go ahead. May God who has begun this good work in you now bring it to fulfillment. It's intense. Mm -hmm. As we praise God that these five men, Anthony, Christopher, Vincent, Jacob and Lewis have so generously accepted the invitation from Jesus himself to serve him and his church as priests. That their ordination is God's doing, not ours. That this is a pure gift from God, not an earned trophy. That his call trumps our curriculum vitae that his grace lifts up our nature. Ooh. You will have the this very cool character video. of Christ, mm -hmm. the high priest, the good shepherd, branded on your hearts as your very identity. May God who has begun this good work in you now bring it to fulfillment. So if you go to nypriest.com, you can watch that video and figure out about some of the other stuff that they have about uh, a, a priest being or being priests. Yes. And uh, lastly, I wanted to mention something that's going on. Sonic is doing a promotion Ooh. called Limeades for Learning. So if you go and you get a drink at Sonic, you can enter a code online and they will. you can vote to donate um, to teachers projects. Cool. So check it out at www.limeadsforlearning.com and we'll put a link in our show notes because if you're a teacher, you can also ask for one of your class projects to be funded. I think that's a great idea. It's an awesome idea. The more contact I have with humans, the more I learn. What? Hello, fire department. I just called to let you know that I am the bomb, and I'm about to blow up! Whoops. Cancel that. It's too late. If there's ever anything that you need, don't call me. Hello? The check is in the mail! So this is our, that's our new bumper for feedback. Nice. Thank you. I just put that together this evening. We actually have three pieces of feedback. The first uh, came in from our friend Andy. Hi, I'm Andy Ellis. I just got done listening to your podcast, and I know that you can't remember the guy's name who attempted assassination for John Paul II. It's Mehmet Ali Aka. So that is a piece of information that you can all pass on to everyone else. So, yeah. Everyone have a very great day, and hopefully to hear back from you soon. So, Mehmet Ali Akka. That's almost as hard to say as Yoda my cheese. Uh, <laughs> nice. 
Nice. I, I do get the ding for that one, right? You do. That that would be a, a, a dinger. <laughs> That's a definite dinger. Okay. We also had uh, some feedback from Renee. And she says, hey, Nick and Pat, I just wanted to send you a quick thank you for the work you two do. I think there's such a lack of resources and activities for Catholic young adults. And I was so happy to hear about your podcast through Father Roderick's Daily Breakfast. Thank you, Father Roderick, for mentioning us and for inviting us to be on SQPN. I, she didn't say that part. That was my interjection. <laughs> and then she says, I really like or I, I, yeah, I really like what I've listened to. Keep up the super work. God bless Renee. Thanks, Renee. So thank you, Renee. And we also had Aaron, who uh, gave us a chick flick or horror film suggestion, which I will not read because that's will be a, that will remain secret. Yes. Says, hey, guys, love the show. Actually, I heard about your podcast on Sirius's radio show, The Catholics Next Door, which Father Roderick also graciously mentioned us on. <laughs> that guy loves us. Hey, uh, apparently. I downloaded all 14 of them. Wow, thank you so much. And luckily, I was traveling home this weekend and was able to listen to almost all of them. So I have a couple of things. For the what's my line, my word is beep, because we'll use that in a future one. (laughs) And I have a couple of suggestions for chick flick or horror film. The films are beep and beep. (laughs) I also, since I've listened to most of your shows in a row, I was thinking you could do some sort of contest or game to see if your listeners can name who said and what film or show you get your sound bites from for your bumpers. Okay, when well, we have to do that for a future show. Um, actually, for the feedback one, if you can tell us who, what, what show the explosion one was from, the bomb one, then you'll win, uh, an, you'll win a prize. So call us and let us know. So, so, what, uh, so what's that line yeah, from what, the what, bumper? What movie, what movie that came from? So she, and then she said, th- thanks and keep up the great work. There you go. Aaron, thanks for listening. Aaron, um, really humbled to have everyone listening. And since we've been on SQP, we've, we've seen a few more listeners, and that's been really awesome. I fall and I can't get up. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule. They go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! Okay, so we're at the big part of the show, and I have to say, we talked with Father Tom yesterday, and Pat did a really good job of editing this together, and I am so excited to play this interview. Yes, but before we do, I just wanted to thank everyone who was on the Facebook group um, and we had some pretty awesome comments. Uh, one from uh, Linda, who said, I really like to go face-to-face, but I struggle with... This is with... about confession. This is about confession. I really like to go face-to-face, but I struggle with it. My priest is very understanding and talks to you, and I always remember that it's God talking me through the priest, which is very true, because I think people forget about that. So I, wanted to, I just wanted to highlight a couple of those, and uh, we actually talked to Father Tom about... Uh, some of the comments we had gotten on Facebook. And uh, so Father Tom was very gracious to be on our podcast and talk uh, about confession, what it is, and how to go. And this is the first in a two-part series on uh, a nice discussion uh, of confession with Father Tom Tank. We're sitting here with Father Tom Tank, and he is uh, our actually our pastor because this is our home parish of Ascension in Overland Park, Kansas. And uh, we're... Uh, first of all, thank you, Father, for really taking the time, because I know you're really, really busy. My pleasure. Glad to do it. Good to visit with you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So but we, we yeah, so we're going to ask you a few questions, hopefully, about confession and 
see what see yeah. what you have to say about it. Very good. And you guys want to go to confession at the end? Of the <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we record that. Right. Yeah, we'll record yeah that. there you go. I, okay. Um, well, I guess we could just start at the beginning. Where where does confession like come from? Because I don't think it's a specific thing. I think for Catholics, going and confessing their sins to a priest is a little different than other Christian religions. So where does where does that stem from, either in the Bible or like historically? You know, as we look at the scripture, we see that Jesus was really the first one who came and proclaimed forgiveness in a very human way. That so often when Jesus uh, performed a miracle, the miracle was in conjunction with forgiveness. And just like the, the paralytic who was let down through the roof of the building and, and the, the house and put in front of Jesus there. Now they really came uh, because they wanted him to be relieved of his paralysis. But what did Jesus say to him except your sins are forgiven? And so that ministry of forgiveness was a very, very important part of Jesus' ministry and reaching out and through his humanity to bring the forgiveness of God to those whom he recognized as needing it. And then, of course, he did raise the person up physically and restored him to physical health. But you have, you know, the woman taken adultery, you know, go, sin no more. Uh, the woman who washed his feet, you know, because of her great love, much has been forgiven her. You know, so Jesus, that idea of forgiveness or the, the experience of forgiveness was very definitely a part of the ministry of Jesus. Then on the evening of the resurrection, uh, the first th- time he appears to the disciples, uh, they're in the locked upper room, and he comes into the room and he appears to them and he says, you know, peace be with you, receive the Holy Spirit, who sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven. Who sins you shall retain, they are retained. Now that's the very first words of Jesus in John's Gospel to the disciples after the resurrection. And so he's sharing that whole ministry of forgiveness and reconciliation and commissioning them to take that reality of God's forgiveness out into the world. And so in the early church, there was definitely, uh, then there was the uh, realization that we're called to uh, be a forgiving people. And all of us, in a sense, are called to express forgiveness and reconciliation, and that is not just our own personal, but that of Christ. But we do see that embodied in a very special way in the sacrament of reconciliation and that the priest is, by his configuration and acting in the person of Christ, is called to carry on that ministry of Jesus, of reaching out and bringing that forgiveness of sin to people today. Because the ministry of Jesus was not just for first century Palestine. And that was the whole mystery and the genius of Jesus is that he sent forth the Spirit so that his ministry and mission might continue throughout the world. And that was a that was a pretty radical idea, I'm sure. I mean, you just look at the between the, the New and the Old Testament. You know, the whole turn the other cheek was that's a pretty big sure. change. You know, for right. Jesus's time. Exactly, just the whole idea of forgiveness it was was remarkable in itself. And even more remarkable, though, was the idea that forgiveness could come through a human person. 
because even when the paralytic, you know, they said that the religious leader stood in awe. Well, first of all, they accused him of blasphemy because they said, who can forgive sins except God alone? Mm. And it was to back up the fact that he had that power of forgiveness that Jesus cured the man physically. And then they said they were in awe that God had given such power to men. And it was interesting, not just to one man, but to men. And so that it was a realization in the early church that that power of forgiveness was is truly a divine power, can be operate, operative through Christ because he is both God and man, but also that through the priests in being identified and sharing in the spirit of Jesus can share that ministry of reconciliation, which truly is a divine power. You mentioned the, the term reconciliation. So there's, there's multiple terms for, I guess you would say, the sacrament of confession. Like, are there different meanings behind those? or? Sure, in some ways there are kind of different points of emphasis at different uh, times in terms of the spiritual life of the church and of, of individuals in, you know, as they experience it. When I grew up, it was the sacrament of penance. And the sacrament of penance was primarily the sacrament of conversion. That was the idea. That's the, what the, where the word penance comes from. It's very much like the Greek word metanoia, which means a turning around, being converted, changing the spirit, changing the attitude. So the sacrament of penance is one of the names. Another, and the popular one, is confession. Mm-hmm. And unfort- I, I've always felt that was an unfortunate name for it. Why is that? Because it puts the emphasis upon the sin rather than on the forgiveness. And confession obviously means that we, we confess, we admit, we place out there the sin, which is a very important dimension. But the really most important dimension is on the part of the confess e, the person confessing, is sorrow. Mm-hmm. Sorrow for sin. And on the part of the confessor, or the priest, is the, being that instrument of forgiveness, being that channel of God's forgiveness to them. That's what's so very important. And so the idea of confession, I think, just put too much emphasis upon trying to make sure we mention, we remembered every sin. Yeah. <laughs> if we forgot a sin, oh my gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> you know, there was more anxiety around it rather than that sense of I'm coming with sorrow for every one of my sins but I'm here because I truly want to experience that forgiveness of Christ. A lot of times when I talk to people about confession they're always talking about like how they're so afraid to go talk to the priest or like you know right. I don't want to get it out because I don't want the priest to remember my face and say Oh my gosh! What what horrible sin you did! Yeah, especially if you go like face to face. I think people have, yeah. you know, this idea. My my priest knows who I am. Sure. Which is that's also kind of the point for the priest to know <laughs> yeah. who you are. Yeah, right. And you know, if the priest is really going to be a spiritual father, and if the priest is going to be a spiritual guide, then it's good to for the priest to be able to know the people whom he's trying to serve and bring closer to Christ 
through forgiveness. Now, but it, but it's it's true, and you know, I grew up, and I had to go to confession. My parish priest, and and we used to try to disguise our voice, and then he'd say, "Hey, Tom, go up and serve," you know, <laughs> things like that. So we knew we weren't getting away with anything. <laughs> but there were never any repercussions outside of the confessional either, and that was one of the important things. I think it's important for people to, to really remember a few things. One is, God has blessed priests with terrible memories. It's rare that I remember what a person has told me in confessional. When I walk out of the confessional, it kind of all stays back there. Mm. And I don't even really remember it. Because first of all, not too many people bring in original sins. <laughs> Most of the things I've heard many times before, and maybe it's the first time for this individual, but it's not the first time except for a newly ordained priest that someone is telling me whatever sin they may have. And secondly, a lot of the sins I've committed myself, unfortunately. But to be able to recognize the fact, yeah, I'm a human being. As a, as a person, as a follower of Jesus, I go to reconciliation. I go once a month to reconciliation. And so I'm on that other side saying, bless me, Father, I have sinned. And here's my life. Here's where I need the Lord's healing and forgiveness. And here's where I need the grace for the future as well. So, you know, the priest is a human being. The priest understands, hopefully, human struggle and challenge and can be compassionate. It used to always be said that a priest should be a lion in the pulpit and a lamb in the confessional. <laughs> and it's probably not a bad uh, thing for us, us to do, is to, to try to be stronger in the pulpit but to be very, very compassionate, celebrating the sacrament of the Lord's forgiveness. So priests and bishops do go to confession? This one does. <laughs> okay. All right. As far as I know, all the rest of them do too, because we're, we're all in need of the Lord's forgiveness. Not one of us is, is perfect, and if we think we're perfect, then we've probably committed the sin of pride, <laughs> and, and that too is a sin. Yeah. And if, if I'm without sin, I don't need a Savior. And I continue to need a Savior. And that Savior is Jesus. And Jesus is whom I experience within all the sacraments and in a very special way in reconciliation. One of our friends, Jim Barnes, wrote in and he asked, uh, you know, if the confessor doesn't ask you to say um, an act of contrition, like vocally out loud, is that a valid confession? So, like, what's, what is needed to make a valid confession, a valid reconciliation. What is really needed is more internal than external. And and what I, although there needs to be external, but the internal, is there a disposition of sorrow on the part of the person coming to reconciliation? And am I really sorry for all the serious sins of my life? Am I really committed to trying to avoid those sins in the future and to move forward with God's grace. Not with a guarantee because I know my own humanity and my own weakness, but am I resolved to strive to cooperate with God's grace in moving forward? That's the essential thing. When the person comes into reconciliation, 
obviously there is that external admission of those sins. And for us to deliberately hold back a sin would be wrong. And that would would nullify a confession because it's saying, well, I'm sorry for part, but I'm not sorry for the part over here. And so, you know, I really need to have what we call an integral, which means a a full confession of of our sins, uh, of those of which we are aware. But if we forget something, it is still forgiven because the interior attitude is that of sorrow and a desire for change in the future. So if I accidentally forget something or anything, that's all right. But the other is, you know, we we can't have partial confessions. It's about like the story, and this is obviously an apocryphal story, but Jesus comes up to this person, and the person has seven demons and sin are like demons and so there's seven sins that this person is attached to in their life and and Jesus says I you know I want to really free you from these seven demons and uh, the person thinks for a moment and says Jesus would you make it only six (laughs) if we hold back one of those demons that we want to hold on to then our sorrow is really not total it's not integral and that's what needs to be there. The very fact that I am going to the sacrament of reconciliation presumes and assumes that I am truly sorry. That's the reason I'm there. So whether or not the person actually is asked to say the act of contrition, uh, normally it is part of the ritual. The, the rite is an expression of sorrow. I'm sorry for these sins. Please forgive me. Uh, I resolved to try to do better with your grace. You know, those, those things that are within the act of contrition, normally in the sacrament, celebration sacrament, those are made explicit. But the fact is, if they are there, even internally, that is a valid sacrament. Mm. Nick, who was that saint that you said he could smell the sin or something? Oh, St. John Vianney. They finished with the confession and he'd say, you still smell bad, you've not given everything up. <laughs> not given everything up yet. Yep. That'd be an interesting so, uh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> so for somebody who say they, they, they haven't given something up or they leave the confessional and they, they were holding something back, you know, can they, can they just like head right back in and say, hey, uh, I forgot something? Sure, sure they can. They can come back. And have just, to wait in line again. Have <laughs> yeah, to wait in line, yeah. And nowadays with confession, there, there are lines again. There are lines, and, and that's uh, been an interesting thing that I've noticed here at Ascension is how often people are coming to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which is good. But yeah, if a person has deliberately held something back, yeah, they, they do need to go back to the to the Sacrament and and just to be able to honestly admit that. Remember, it's honesty before the Lord. And the other part of this is, you know, the priest has a vow of secrecy with regard to the sacrament of reconciliation. The priest can never identify a person in the sin that that person has told them to join together that person in a sin. A priest might say, one time in confession I heard such and such, Mm -hmm. but that's not breaking the seal because they're not identifying the person Mm -hmm. from whom they heard that particular thing. We were told a story when I was in the seminary about how careful we had to be about the seal of the confessional because 
the story was that a priest, when he was celebrating his 25th anniversary as a priest, they had a dinner for him, and there are a lot of friends there and everything. And somebody said, hey, hey Father Joe, would you tell us about your the first, like your first mass, your first anointing, your first confession and everything? And so the father went on and he said, yeah, he says, I can remember. He said, my first mass, this and this. My first, very first confession, he said, I'll never forget. My very first confession was this person came in and they, they admitted adultery. And for my first confession, it just blew my mind. I didn't know what to do with it. So, and then he went on talked about his mother first. Well, somebody came in late uh, to the party, and they, and so people were making comments. So this guy got up and he said, "You know," he says, "I was the very first person to ever go to confession." The father. <laughs> so that was one of the warnings we got to be very careful <laughs> about anything that we would ever yeah. say. And 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 the priest makes a vow, and it's it's important to know that every priest knows. That if he breaks that vow, only the Pope can forgive him. Wow. And he'll never be allowed to hear confessions again. Even if the Pope does forgive him. Even if the Pope does forgive him. So that's a pretty serious thing. Yeah, it is a hugely serious matter that, that we, we take. Okay, so there we go. <laughs> that is the end of our interview for yes. this week. And please stay tuned for next week. because, And we're going to have a little teaser at the end of the show. Yes. That you can that, listen uh, to. Oh, we were really loud. Whoops. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. We were super loud. Okay, so Oops. that was Father Tom, and he did a fantastic job. So if you liked what he had to say, there's another 18 minutes waiting for you next week yes. on our interview with, with, uh, with Father Tom on Confession. Yeah. I triple dog dare you. No, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Okay, Catholic Challenge for this week. Going to be kind of an interesting one. Uh, If you have never seriously looked at an examination of conscience, which we talked a little bit about in the confession uh, interview with Father Tom, we are going to invite you to look at one of three links that we are going to put up in the show notes on inbetweensundays.com for uh, confessions and examinations of consciences. So go take a look through them, and uh, if you get an opportunity this week, check with your parish or, or check online and see if there is a uh, confession in your local parish sometime this week and partake of the sacrament. If you want to wait until the interview next week, feel free to do that. Yeah. But uh, that's a pretty easy Catholic challenge. Go to our website and... And uh, think about your sins. And no, not even that. Just to check out an examination of conscience, just to educate yourself to see what it is. So, because uh, yeah. we will be talking more about that next week. All right. Well, okay. So that brings us up to pretty pretty much the end of the show. The end of the show. All right. Well, um, I wanted to get you guys even more excited about next week because next week, Father Tom really goes into some good points. He cracks it wide open. He does. <laughs> cracks it wide and open. And by it, he means your thoughts about confession. Yes. He goes very deep, and he talks more about the healing aspect. And um, 
Yeah, I, I guess it's more. It gets it gets more personal. In fact, I think I we like have that. a little teaser. We too. do. One of the main things we need in our life, in our full life, but also in our personal spiritual life, is hope. And reconciliation to me is not only a sacrament of forgiveness; it's also a sacrament of hope. It's saying God still loves me, and God is still there for me, and I can always count with hope on the mercy of God. So, uh, if you want to be hopeful next week and count on the mercy of God, then listen to the show. Yes. So, Um, uh, if you also want to give us some feedback, there's a number of different ways you can do that. You can go to inbetweensundays.com and send us a... An email through our contact us page. Yeah, that's probably one of the easiest ways to contact us. Probably one of the hardest if ways you're to a contact bit more us. Daring. If you, the hardest way to contact us would be to go onto the internet and buy a plane ticket to Kansas City and search our address. Search our address. Stalk Hire a private us investigator and come see us in person. Knock on the door right now. That would be weird. That would be weird if that actually happened. Um, No, but uh, another easy way to contact us is, hey, everybody's got cell phones nowadays. Call us at 206-337-7945. That's right. Uh, That is our feedback line. And uh, let us know your thoughts about confession. And And maybe we'll put it on next week. Or uh, Also, let us know about uh, your most embarrassing back-to-school moments. Because we are in the process of compiling those right now. Yes. And we've gotten a couple already. So thanks for the people who have called in. We would like to have about four or five more. Yes. Or or maybe call in the most embarrassing moment of your friend going back to school. There you go. Most, I bet more people would be willing to do that than call in about okay. themselves. All right. So you can also uh, email those to us at feedback at inbetweensundays.com. Yes. And lastly, all the music for this podcast is from music.podshow.com or magnatune.com. And if you're looking for anything else to call us about, you can go to inbetweensundays.com and click on the Open Topics button at the top of the page and see what we're looking for. So thank you all for listening this week, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN. Leading the way in Catholic new media.